Welcome to the Fish Nerds. It's a celebration of fish, fishing, and eating fish. That's always interesting, usually funny, and mostly true. I'm Joshua Jarvis of the North American Native Fish Association, and here are the nerds. Inconceivable! I'm Dave. And I'm Clay. And I'm Fish Guy Josh. And anything is fair game. It's a good bet that we'll be out nerdy tonight at the NANFA conference here in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. (laughs) This has got to be the weirdest thing. It's totally odd, (laughs) uncomfortable in every way. (laughs) It really is. So to explain the situation. So, you know, we're sitting in the corner of this kind of airport-like hotel. Yep, just like an airport. Yeah, in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And the fish guys are at There's two guys sitting over there just watching us. <laughs> uh, and we're doing a show live at the uh, North American Native Fish Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, and fish guy Josh flew in all the way from beautiful downtown, is it Oakland? Oakland. Oakland, California, my old stomping grounds. I used to live on Treasure Island. And, uh... Just to be part of this conference. So I'm going to let you say what NANFA is. All right. So NANFA is the long and the short of collection of fish nerds, ultimate fish nerds. Uh, way nerdier than nerds. I mean, this is like next level nerds. <laughs> this is the uh, North American Native Fishes Association. So these, this is a, a group of fish nerds that, that really just focus on collecting, photographing, and preserving native fish in North America. Uh, mostly non non game stuff. Yeah. So now, this, how would they feel about? We just mentioned, told them a story about how we ate all the fish. Do you think that went well, or do you I think, think maybe fine. they're thinking you killed them? Nah, I <laughs> think know? they're 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 pretty open to to those things. All right, they're all a bunch of food eaters. Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of yeah. NAFA members are pretty um, pretty big into fishing. So I, I think you know they they span the. The whole range of, of fish nerdism, so yeah. And now a little bit I'm going to ask you something else. Now, Amazing James is not here tonight. Amazing James is not. What do you hate most about him? <laughs> <laughs> what really gets under your yeah, skin? He's not going to listen. Uh, oh yeah, tell us about that bastard. Listen. He's he's waiting waiting on the edge of his seat. I'm sure. <laughs> um, well, wait here. Just draw. You can just write it down. <laughs> write down, and we'll write read down. it. Right. Go ahead, Dave. Read it. I I think uh, I think Amazing James knows. Everything that uh, he does, it might get on my nerves. I don't, I don't feel like I need to point it out. But um, no, wait. Why'd you write jackass? <laughs> I think he wrote some bitch. <laughs> oh, that's right. From Louisiana. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, he, he, he's an enthusiastic boss who's uh, a pleasure to work with. There you go. Always. Oh, I like that. Always. That that's a euphemism for um, for a little over and top and intense. <laughs> And he still I signs. I said enthusiastic. Yeah. <laughs> and he still signs my uh, my timesheet. Yeah, but now, yeah. did you come out here on their dime? Yes, I did. Well, hey. what is that? That's crazy. And what I do you did. think of New Hampshire? Uh, New Hampshire's great. Yeah. Um, it, I, I find that it's, uh, I, I originally hail from South Louisiana, and my dad's side is from Central Mississippi. And this landscape is, it's sort of like a northeast version of the middle of Mississippi, where my family is, it's the the forest makeup, different different types of trees, but the the landscape is very similar. Yeah, I was I was really really wowed by just it felt like I was back in Mississippi for a second, if not for the the temperature, wow. the humidity, it, it's, right, the humidity, it, yeah, it's cold and feels wet out today, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Well, welcome. Welcome to the state. Very happy to be here. Yeah. And so because you're out here for work, technically your work is sponsoring this podcast. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, so it's here. This, yeah. this podcast is sponsored by East Bay Regional Park District Aquatic Exhibits Program. Oh, Isn't that, that awesome? It's amazing. We're international or national, inter, intranational, whatever. We're coast st- to coast. There you go. Coast to coast. <laughs> Extra coastal. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Bi-coastal. Bi-coastal. Yeah. yeah. All right. Very good. We could pee in any coast bathroom. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> we should start the show. Stump the fish nerds. <laughs> yes, let's do that. So we got one that came in, right? Yes. And uh, you you actually read it. I listened to it. Oh, what did what what did the person say? So this is from from the amazing James's brother. Is it is it, is it Michael? <laughs> oh, Michael. Michael. Michael called, and he's he's from South Carolina. Hey guys. So earlier this week, for some reason, I found myself sitting in front of a screen instead of on my boat with a rod in my hand when a commercial for everyone's favorite fast food restaurant came on. I'm not going to name names, but it's the place with the two big yellow arcs that kind of look sort of like the path of a mullet jumping out of a salt marsh a couple times in a row. Well, anyway, they claimed in the commercial that their filet ocean-based protein sandwich is now, quote, sustainably sourced. Um, I was wondering if you guys have any idea what fish it might be that they are now featuring in their sandwich. Lionfish, perhaps? Maybe if the clown's listening, he might take a hint at that one. Anyway, thanks for the answer. Bye. (laughs) And, of course, he refused to say the name of McDonald's, but he was talking about McDonald's. He wanted to know where the filet fish comes from. Where do they source their fish from? Is it sustainable? Um, And, by the way, have you eaten filet fish I I do eat filet fish Do you like it? I mean, it's okay as far as uh, when I go to McDonald's, that might be one of the few things I would ever eat. Uh, yeah. If I had a choice, it's not my first go-to piece of seafood. But uh, Do you like it, Dave? I love them. Do you? Yes, because they remind me of growing up, which is what I would get. He was raised by Pollock. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in our house was fried with cheese on top, like processed cheese. So, you know, like. You know, actually, I've never had. I didn't have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich till I made it to college. But then you knew you finally made it, right? Yeah, yeah. Up it. until then, it was all filet of fish. Yeah. What about you? You're 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 angling for something. Uh, I don't like them. Right? What, yeah. what you got against them? Mostly the taste. Really? Yeah. There's no taste. How yeah. can you be against something with no taste? You know, it's that it's the. I, I, I just don't like them. There's too I much tried bun. To, too much bun. I was about to go there. It's like white fish, white bread, American cheese. And, like, tartar sauce. See, I, I think they're just misnamed. Like, you shouldn't really call it a filet of fish No, but it's not a filet. No. It's a square of fish. Right. It should be bread-o-rama, <laughs> right? With well, it's breaded fish, right? You got breaded fish with cheese and bread and, and all that. It's bread-o-rama. Yeah. So, do you know where they source these fish? Hmm. If what do you I, think? If I had to guess... Which you do. <laughs> I would say uh, maybe Alaska or the Northeast somewhere? Uh, it is Alaskan Pollock. Okay. And this is in the last, uh, I think, 10 years or so, uh, McDonald's has worked hard to, to make a go at sustainable filet fish This is kind of a new trend for them. So on their website, there's a whole... You can, we'll link it on, a web, on our website. But you can read about how they fish sustainably. Now, they are fishing 
for millions of these things. So <laughs> there's a, a case can be made for I don't care how sustainable it is, you're still catching 20 million fish a month or whatever it is. Yeah. Well, and then Burger King is, you know, their, their natural enemy, right? Right. Is Burger King. They've decided to come up with a uh, Mako shark sandwich <laughs> <laughs> that, um, that they're claiming is sustainable as well. Really? Yes. And the reason is the sandwich sucks so bad, they're only going to sell like 15. But it's flame broiled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every franchise will have one in the freezer. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Just in case. Just in case. And it's totally sustainable. I mean, yeah. you only have to kill one Mako every, like, two or three years. That's not bad because yeah. you get a lot of fillets out of a Mako. Yeah. So the key to sustainability is sucky flavor, <laughs> right? Things that yeah. suck are totally sustainable. Yeah. Right. That's a really good point. Yeah, I told you. Yeah. <laughs> the the one-and-done approach to, yeah. to the fish. Exactly. It's that, like, fish, oh. that fish wins. Yeah, I've had enough of that. We can, we can leave that one alone. That's really funny. So. Uh, and that's it for Stump the Fish Nerds? That's it. And if you want to get in on Stump the Fish Nerds, you can call the Fish Nerds hotline, 607-378-FISH. Leave us a voicemail, and you will be part of our show. That's 607-378-FISH. Funny story about that hotline. So, <laughs> funny story. My, my mom's dying. Ha-ha! <laughs> 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 but oh. that's not the funny part. The funny part is she's been in and out of the hospital a lot, and her doctor didn't have my phone number, so he Googled me. You've, you've heard this, I'm sure. I've, I've, I've seen the message. Okay, so now her doctor, I don't know where she goes to the hospital, but they're not professionals. <laughs> Get the Stump the Fish Nerds hotline. Now you call that hotline and says, hi, you've reached Stump the Fish Nerds. Leave us your question, blah, blah, blah. The doctor goes, hello, this is Dr. Chai, whatever his name is, Chai Tea Latte. Yep. And uh, I, am, I am Kathy's doctor, and she's... Bleeding from different parts of her body, and but he's very very specific on where she's bleeding from, and like the details and the gore in the message. And he goes, "Please call me back." Click. And I'm like, if I'm calling up anyone, and I get the person who I even want's phone number, I say, "Please call me back." I don't leave that information. But if I get something that says, "Hi, this is the Fish Nerds Hotline," I definitely don't leave the information. I mean, it's crazy. It's totally crazy. But, and yeah. the moment that I saw, like, "Hey, we got a message. Great." Yeah. Ooh. Oh, that's that's <laughs> ugly. That's, Was Dave the first one to hear the message? I don't know. I heard it. Uh, it's terrible. I might have been the first one. It's it's vile. It is. It really it's is. It's the, the worst thing you could ever hear from like a doctor saying about your mom. <laughs> like it's, honestly, and then shove all that into the the feeling I'm sure Dave got of having to think he needs to relay that message. He did not bring it up once. You. No, I pretended to never <laughs> have seen that. We shall that. never speak of this again, knowing full well that I can't help myself but to speak of this again. Right. So, yeah. Anyway, silver line to dump to mom dying. There it is. Right. Good story. Yeah. Good stuff. Ha yeah. ha. Ah. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> Fish in the news. I love fish in the news. I love fish in the news too. Who hey, yeah. Who doesn't? Uh, this week it comes from the Springfield News Sun. Oh, what state? Uh, Illinois. Wow, Springfield, Illinois. Where's the Simpsons from? Isn't it Springfield? It's Springfield, but I don't believe they've ever revealed which Springfield. So it could be Ohio, could be all those. Is there Springfield in almost every it is state? An unnamed Springfield. Uh, well, let's assume this is coming from. 
The Simpsons. Okay. Uh, Clark County detectives want help in odd theft of hundreds of fish. All right. All right. So the story goes that they said the fish that were stolen out of this park were valued at six to $8,000 each. Uh, I would have stolen those fish. <laughs> I don't know how they could have kept them not from being now, stolen. Now, how do they keep the birds from stealing them? Well, they're big fish. So these are koi, uh-huh. which, you know, don't be koi. <laughs> Get on the bus, Gus. <laughs> the, uh, oh, wait. Uh, I'll catch a manatee, Lee. Oh. <laughs> okay, who can do the next one? Oh, no. Oh. Discuss, man. I was trying to think of that. I'm like, set you catch free. a bass, Cass. Oh, oh there you, go. you win. You win. He wins. All right, <laughs> we better stop. Let's quit while we can. <laughs> while we're ahead. By the way, the bar has not opened yet. I uh, don't get it. I'm, I'm living on cream sodas over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so these koi were, uh, like I said, valued at six to eight thousand fish, or six to eight thousand dollars per fish. That's a lot of dough. Yeah. They, they were gold and koi with made real gold. It must be. Yeah. And they, they were all swiped and stuffed into plastic crates to get there. That's amazing. And so they, they must have caught the guy stealing them. They, yeah, I think they... No, 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 they didn't. I don't know how they knew it was plastic crates, but they figured it had to be. Had to be because you could not do it in any other material. Wouldn't well, crates leak? You know, I, I worked in between uh, my scientific jobs in San Diego. I did work for a koi pond service really and for these fish to be that worth that much money unless they're small award-winning fish i mean that much money per koi is a very large koi so these guys i would venture to say had to steal you know really large fish to come up with that so they suspect that it took they're looking for two to three people and the total take was 1.4 million dollars all right so how many fish they take we don't know. Well, hang so on. it's a math. We're going to do the math here. Okay. We have nothing to write with. Gonna, I got it. I got okay. it. Okay. So it was 1.4 million fish, right? Right. And an average one? of seven. Wait, wait. <laughs> I don't know what a 0.4 million is. Is that 1,400,000? Yes. That's not a point five. <laughs> All right. So oh, one more zero. Okay. So $1.4 million. Right. And then an average of 7,000 fish. Okay, so divide that by 7,000, right, right? Right, And that'll tell us how many fish were stolen. 200 fish. Wow. Now, wouldn't it have been easier to say, <laughs> say he stole 200 fish? <laughs> well, no, but then we wouldn't be reading about it. I know, and then like, everyone's like doing the math, and they're going, no, I didn't yeah. go to math college. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't talk so good. All right. So, um, anyway, this appeared. We, we thought it was a kind of an iffy. I don't know why we thought it was iffy. Just because, well, I guess what Fish Guy was saying here is that it seems like an awful lot of money per yeah. fish Yeah. to get that. I, I suspect that it's been blown out of proportion. I bet they said, hey, we lost a bunch of fish. How much were they? And they said, well, one was worth six to 8000 bucks. And, mm. and our insurance company... Is reimbursing us, <laughs> therefore they're all worth eight thousand yes! dollars. Hooray! Yeah, perfect. Right. We're looking for two. No, three. Three people. <laughs> Must have been two hundred fish, and at least forty fish wrestlers came out here with their fish dogs chasing them. Don't be coy with me. <laughs> all right. All right. Never make that joke again. I won't. All right. The next one, the legendary nut cruncher, is what we call this. Uh, this this story comes up three times a year. It, yeah, yeah, about three times a year. About three times a year. The Huffington Post alone posts this story twice a year, all by themselves. I yeah. recall hearing a 
podcast from you guys where you said, I think, the exact same thing yeah. the last time it came up. And it, it just keeps resurfacing. You know why? D's nuts. Everyone loves D's nuts. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, it's like the Idiocracy movie where the show everybody watches in the future because they've all been dumbed down is Ouch My Balls. So <laughs> oh, there you go. Stars there of Paku. It it's a mag- it's a magnet for uh, for entertainment. The, yeah, well, the, the it really is. Region, I guess. It's the you know when I was a kid watching America's Funniest Home Videos and they, they do the nut shots and I would always be like, oh, don't teach kids that that's funny because someone's gonna hit me <laughs> no. and it's gonna be terrible. I don't sure want to. enough. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. the title of this that actually appeared in the New York Post is "This Fish May Bite Your Balls Off." That mm-hmm. was in the New York Post. They wrote that. Yes. The New York Post. Yes. See. Um, so, it's our vegetarian friend, the Paku. And uh, sure enough, in California, your state of residence right well, now. And dig this, it was in Petaluma, California. Yeah. Where I was born. No way. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I go up to Petaluma all the time. I, I, I haven't been there since I was a kid. <laughs> no, it's a California reunion. Oh, I know. <laughs> what are Californians called? Goldies or something? They're Californians. Just Californians? California. Ah. Or my family says the land of fruits and nuts. <laughs> oh. Ah, and, and that's why the Paku love it. Yeah. My, <laughs> my, my, grand, my grandmother was quite worried when I moved away. Oh, really? She told my grandfather we might never see him again. Well, so, you know. Here, guy, here I am. Little I'm kid thriving. from the bayou going out there. Yeah. <laughs> You're not from the bayou, are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, really? I am from the bayou land. You can tell by his accent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, now I can do... I can do a Cajun accent. When I, when I go home, me and my friends, we talk like Cajuns all the time. Really? Do it. <laughs> you, know what, you know what you think I'm doing? <laughs> Man, that's how we talk. Ah, yeah, all right. Anyway. <laughs> Mr. Dave. <laughs> oh, Chambolt. Anyway. Um, 40 miles north of San Francisco is where this happened. Um, the problem is, and this got a red stinky herring on our, uh, the problem is, is the testicle part is false. Right, right. Everyone knows Pacus don't like testicles. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Everyone knows it. Unless, yeah. <laughs> and the way the story goes is a researcher in Denmark of the Natural History Museum, Peter Resk Moyle. I wonder if it... Who's the other Moyle? Uh, spelled differently, though. Peter spelled Moyle. differently. M-O-Y-L-E. Dr. Yeah. Moyle? Peter Dr. Moyle. Dr. It's also Peter Moyle, though. I wonder if there's really a per- such a person as Peter Moyle. I, every, every famous fishery doctor is called Peter Moyle. Yeah. You earn that with your degree. I guess so. Yeah. You change your name. So Josh's like- wife's name is Dr. Moyle. <laughs> I am married to Lauren Peter Moyle. Oh. <laughs> there you go. It's like Muhammad Ali. You know, once you change over, you get to change your name. That's right. Um, so uh, apparently this Peter Moyle cracked a joke to a reporter about male nude swimmers and the fact that Paku eat nuts. <laughs> like any person would, right? That's right. The reporter, uh, though, did not get the joke and led with the story, Swedish men told to beware of testicle-munching fish, only in Swedish. So it would <laughs> so have it read can... like... Morty, 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 testicle fish. Nailed it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah you can write your letters to uh, P.O. Box 1612, Conway, New Hampshire, 03818. <laughs> Care of the fish nerds. Um, but there are many species of Paku. Actually, I didn't know this. I, this was part of the research. Uh, there are eight different genera, um, and but they're best known for your aquarium trade. They grow really huge. And the problem is they grow really huge, and people say, I don't want this huge fish in my tank anymore. So they chuck it. In Texas, Buffalo Springs Lake, Texas, 
you can get $100 per Paku. See that? Uh, they're catching the wild Paku. Yeah, stuff that's in the lake. They, they put a $100 bounty on the Paku. And, and do people actually do this? Are they, are they cashing in? I don't know. Well, what kind of reporter are you? <laughs> do you remember that pike minnow story or no? But well, there was some. Yeah. We screwed up some story, but they were catching catching these someplace. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I don't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, there you go. Yeah. Have you ever owned a Paku uh, fish uh, guy? We have one right now. No way. Yes. Yep. And have you tried? Um, <laughs> have you done any experimenting with your Paku? I. It, it is uh, in the master bedroom, and I still have both my boys, so, so, so far, so good. The next, uh, <laughs> next, next effing challenge <laughs> would be you have to test out your uh, the Paku. You know, and by the way, we rated this a long time ago, this story to be a Paku of lies, uh, because none of this is real. So. None of it's real. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, very good. So that is our two fish in the news stories. I do love fish in the news. Mm, there you yeah. go. So should we grab someone and uh, do a fish quiz? Yes. You got a second? Fritz. Fritz. Fritz is taking a picture. What's Fritz's last name? Uh, Rody. Rody. Fish Rody. Fritz Rody from the North American Native Fishing Association. Yeah. Not only from the, our esteemed... I'm El Presidente. Our esteemed president. Ah, there it is. <laughs> how, how was it campaigning? Did you have uh, superdelegates? It was, it was very rough. It, it, was, it was nasty, dirty fight to get yeah. this position. <laughs> yeah. Who did you run against? Nobody. No. <laughs> but the smear right. campaign? Yeah. Oh, no. You wouldn't believe what, it. What they wanted was Not some... Anymore. They wanted some old professional figurehead uh-huh. and I fit that. I need someone with white hair and a goatee. Oh, there he is. There he looks is. smart. <laughs> Nailed, it. On. Nailed it. Well, and he's got to have a German name apparently to be in yeah. this organization, yeah. right? Das Gut. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so Fritz, we're going to test your nerdiness uh, with, uh, this, is a, this is a reuse of an old fish quiz we did gosh, oh, 100 episodes ago and we're going to read you some names and you decide whether the names reading you are a Muppet, you familiar with the Muppets? Yes. Or a fishing lure? So a fishing lure or a Muppet? I know Muppets better than fishing lures. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. All right. All right. So I'm, I'm going to get you rolling here. All right. I'm going to give you easy ones. So first one, uh, Gene LaRue, Rinky Dink, or Slim Wilson. Which one is a Muppet? <laughs> Repeat those. Gene LaRue, Rinky Dink, Rinky Dink. Slim Will. No. 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 <laughs> that's, that's easy. Where, where's Cookie Monster? <laughs> oh, he's in the next one. Oh, we're not going to make it that easy. Yeah. Josh, you want to check the next one? Uh, okay. Wait, it was Slim Wilson, by the way. It was Slim, Slim Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. I thought he was a singer. He that's, was. Maybe. He wasn't a Muppet. He was this gawky, bald-headed geek. He was. But he was singer. a singer. Perhaps a the Muppet lore. character was named after him. Perhaps. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, these all came from uh, from Muppets website. So I don't. I'm gonna do a Wikipedia search after this. <laughs> yeah. go ahead, please do. He's missing the first one under protest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's right. That doesn't count. That was just like uh, the first. Pitch I'm great on trivia, game. but this is this is worse than trivia. <laughs> it's a very definition of trivia. <laughs> <laughs> it is. <laughs> all right, Fritz. Um, name the Muppet: Wolverine, Screaming Thing, or Sabeel. Come on, you're making these things up. Nope, nope. So it's either Where, where's, Miss, where's Miss Piggy? Kermit. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of Muppets. They didn't have names. 
What was the name? Wolverine. Wolverine, Screaming Thing, or Sabeel? Screaming Thing. Hey, there you that's go. That's that weird-looking thing. Yeah, there yeah. you go. No, that's so you a Jabberwocky. Didn't know their names, though. You just described them up. You're working it out. Yeah, I did the hand gesture, too. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking good. Jabberwocky when you did that. <laughs> all right, the next one's for me. So, lures, Muppets. All right, got to pick the Muppet. Smithwick. Deadly Dick. Uncle Deadly. I'm picking which one, the Mur- Lure or the Muppet? The Muppet. The Muppet. So Smithwick? Smithwick. No. He's one of those old guys. Yeah, no. <laughs> Deadly Dick. That's, that's Nixon. Yeah, yeah no, it's, not, <laughs> it's actually a lure. Um, and Uncle Deadly. Uh, Uncle Deadly. Yeah, answer, very good. Yeah. yeah, very nice. I knew that. Yeah, winner. <laughs> All right. Do we dare go on? Uh, let's do one more for... Let's try fish names. <laughs> do we have any fish name ones? I, I don't have any fish. I'm an ichthyologist. I'm not a muppetologist. <laughs> well, if we tested it now, you would know more than us. Yeah. yeah. That's the idea. Yeah. We, we were trying to look smart amongst a sea of nerds. It's okay. challenging for us. It's a whole room but, of nerds. But we'll, pay, we'll play fair if you come up with a quiz or a, a one question for us, and then we'll, that will determine this, this yeah. contest. So one fish question for us. That's be, that's be a fish question? Yes, well, it does. At least loosely related to fish. Yeah. What is my favorite color? <laughs> right. <laughs> this fish is found on the highest point in the East United States. What is the what does this point in the East United What is the highest point in the East Eastern United <laughs> Eastern United States? Eastern How much United wine have you had? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> <laughs> so the highest point uh, is that like Katahdin or something on the East Coast? Yeah. Eastern United States. What's the highest point where this fish is found? What do you? Th- we we have the minds of three nerds here that could work on this. So I'm it's either to the highest point, Mount Katahdin. Katahdin's higher than Washington, right? Yeah. So, it, but there must be higher it's, mountains down it's south. Certainly not anywhere in Louisiana where I'm from. No. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if North Carolina is in on that. If the Rocky now, anyway, like Katahdin. There must be higher mountains down south. I don't know. I don't know. So let's let's say it's got to be a cold water species. Yep. Just let's Mount say it's got to be small because it's in a cold water environment. Yeah. I'm. I'm th- I was immediately jumping, thinking either dace or. Or, um, All right. Not not the rocket species specific yet. Either a daze or some sort of darter. But right. So there's three of us. Or so a sculpin. We can each <laughs> get a uh, sculpin. Yeah. yeah, very good. Sculpin or daze. So we each get three guesses. Or oh. you know, we each get a guess. So I guess black nose daze. No, I I said which what not the fish, but what is the oh for oh, the mountain? the mountain? <laughs> which mountain is the eastern highest point? Oh, All right, gosh, I'll say Katahdin. I was gonna say Katahdin. I already said you that. <laughs> All right, I never heard of that place. If it's uh, not Katahdin, then I don't know. Mount well, Washington. Mo- that's what most people say. Yeah, it's not Mount Washington. Particularly from up here. Yeah. What state do I live in? Yeah, and it's North Carolina. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, it's Mount Mitchell. Mount Mitchell. There's actually three other mountains that are higher than Mount Washington. Really? Yeah, I knew yeah. I knew Mount Washington wasn't the highest, yeah. but I couldn't name any other mountains. It'd be a, a long nose day, would be the fish. Um, long nose day, so that's the one in our mountains. Yeah. yeah, we have the same. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, not delicious, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever, ever eat uh, sea lamprey? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. How yeah. was that? Uh, it wasn't bad. We fried it up in batter. Um, we had a big female, big three three footer, mm-hmm. and uh, eight eggs too. No, no, there was no, a lot of eggs. A lot of eggs, millions of eggs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, we we fed those to the other fishes. Yeah. but no, we ate one. Um, we've eaten two. Yeah, yeah, we've eaten two. We ate one at Lamprey Appreciation Day. 
which is at the Fishways, and that was one we battered up and fried, and there was a bunch of little kids around us. We just we fed them to the kids. It. Yeah, and they cleaned the plate before their parents could say, no! <laughs> but there's so, no bones. I, I, I might have overcooked it, but it tastes like, like really tough shrimp. Yeah, that's what okay. it tastes Yeah, overcooked shrimp. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but totally edible. And then we ate a few years before that. I cooked one. I, I made a traditional recipe for it, um, arroz de lamprilla, which is a Portuguese lamprey with rice, where you tie a rope around the lamprey's head, hang it from the cabinet, chop its tail off, bleed it into a bowl, make the sauce out of that, and then Ew. cook the lamprey, and then use the sauce on top of it. And um, Wendy, our friend Wendy, liked it. She liked it. But it was actually god awful. You're sick. Yeah. Oh, and the worst thing, Fritz, you're going to love this. So so the lampreys, they're hard to kill, right? Yeah, they are. I brought this lamprey home into my apartment. I had a terrible city apartment at the time. And I thought it was dead, and they're really, really slimy. So if you blanch them just a few seconds, the slime will cake up, and you can use a dry towel and wipe the slime off. Mm-hmm. So I got a boiling pot of water. Take this, what I think is a big, rubbery, dead lamprey. I drop it in the water, and immediately this boiling lamprey jumps out of the pot <laughs> and into my arm. So I'm being burned by this giant, slimy lamprey. Slapping you. Oh, it's yeah, awful. He's making love to you is what I'm doing. Well, it was wished. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we showed it by yeah. eating it. Yeah. Yeah. But no, we have eaten lamprey. You should totally try it. Mm. All right, so I will declare you the winner yeah. of this fish quiz. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, I couldn't do any Muppets or fish loaves. <laughs> ah, you guys are easy. Yeah. <laughs> well, Thanks, yeah, you've Fritz. Heard. Thanks a lot, Fritz. <laughs> Thanks, Fritz. All right, Mike Berg, hailing from the great state of Indiana, which is where I grew up. And I recognize his name because I was obsessed with the, um, what, what's the international, was it International Fishing Records, or what, 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 what's the organization? There's the IGFA and the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame. That's the one, the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame. So I, I subscribed to that. I was looking at their catalog. Every year they send out this big catalog, and you can catch these records based on all the, like, line weights and, and all this stuff. And your name is in there, like, how many times? 20 times? More than that. (laughs) (laughs) Is that, like, under 50? It's over 50. Wow. Wow. I have over 100. Over 100 records on those line classes and fishing techniques. Yeah, I think there's... I think I had eight all tackles at one time. A lot of them have been broken, but... Yeah. Um, I was doing both the IGFA and the National Freshwater, but then IGFA started charging to get the record, uh, and <laughs> it just was too much money. You can't, you can't pay $50 for 100 records, you know, it just yeah. it broke. You're just too good. You, so. could, you couldn't afford to be that good. What's the, what's the biggest record? What's like your biggest record accomplishment? Besides having the most records, what's the, the, the big one that you're like, your grand champion? <laughs> Well, the one that I was happiest with was I was chasing a grass pickerel, and I chased it for years because it has to be a pound minimum, and it was hard to get one that was a pound. I was going to say, those are tiny. Yeah. Wow. So, and you got one over a pound. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Is it on the wall? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you Did you kill it? No, I let it go. Yeah. So now there might be one that's a pound and a quarter. Right, a pound a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. All right, well, your name came up because we've been doing fish quizzes for people. 
And this one came up and they said, oh, get Mike over here. He's got the best chance of getting this one because it involves fishing lures, right? Fishing lure names. And you're a lure expert, we're told? Yeah, something like that. I doubt it, but go ahead. (laughs) So the way this goes, this is called Going for the Gold. I will name three names, two of which are fishing lures. And one is a um, either a skateboard or a snowboarding maneuver. Okay? So you know how they have names for different kinds of maneuvers? Okay. Right. So, so here's the first question. Curly tail grub. This is going to be easy. Curly tail grub, goofballs, daredevil. Which one is a move? The middle one. Which is... Goofballs. Goofballs. Yeah, ding, ding, ding. Oh, there's, a, there's a mix-up on this, Dave. <laughs> He, he did get it right, but I don't think it's snowboarding moves. It appears no. to be. Oh. I, it appears to be drug-related terms. I, I, oh, I yeah, mixed up right. the quizzes. This is this is is it a this this quiz is really is it a a uh, drug term or is it is it a lure? I don't know how that title got transposed on here. Yeah, Either know. way, he got it right. Either way, you're right. So, yeah, goofballs is a barbiturates, as you know. Well, uh, actually, I didn't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the second one, uh, Mogi's, Sluggo, or Swedish Pimple? Which one is drugs? Mogi's. Mogi's. Right. Tranquilizers, as you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Wow, you know a lot about drugs, Mike. Yeah, right. I guess. <laughs> All right, Josh. All right, uh, number three, Cinco, Deadly Dick, or Red Devils? Yeah, deadly Dick. Oh, actually, no. That's a very popular lure out here. Oh. Yeah, you can go into a store and ask for a deadly dick. I, I, by the way, if you do, bring in recording equipment and record the reactions you get. <laughs> it, it is a real lure. They do sell it. I, there's, you know, there's a store here called Dick's Sporting Goods, and I went in there. Dave told me to go in there. He said, pick up some deadly dicks while you're there. And I went in there and asked some pretty young girl for deadly dicks. And she thought I was making fun of her. I'm like, I'm in Dick's Sporting Goods. I want deadly dicks. It's a thing. Google it. And I said, wait, wait, don't Google it. <laughs> it's a real thing. All right. All right. So, so you're vulnerable here. You got one wrong. Next one, Speedball, Beetle Spin, Rattle Trap. Speedball. There you yeah, go. That's a mixture of cocaine and heroin, Dave, as you know. Of course. <laughs> Isn't that what John Belushi died of? I believe it is. Yeah. yeah. Very good. <laughs> so I know a little bit about drugs. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Pencil popper, little Cleo, or zigzag? Pencil popper. I'm sorry. No, no, no that's a lure. A zigzag. It's a rolling it's rolling papers, papers for uh, uh, pot. Josh is like, duh. (laughs) I like beer better than pot. Probably safer in some ways. I don't know. Uh, Number six Power Hitter, Flutterfish, or Panther Martin? No, the first one. What was it? What was the first one? Power hitter. Yeah, that one's correct. Power hitter. Yeah, there you go. Four for six. Yeah, very good. It's it's for smoking pot. You know, by the way, this might be the first time the scores ever been kept in the history of this game. (laughs) I know, really. That is true. And the last one. This is for all the uh, the the pot. Um, Rooster tail, spinnerino, dolphins. Spinnerino. 
No, it's actually, that's, that's a lure. The only one I knew was rooster tail, so that's a lure. <laughs> Spinnerino is, I think, a uh, hidden lure. Um, anyway, dolphins is ecstasy. So there you go. I think, what's the score? Uh... Five out of seven. Yeah, that's very not good. Yeah, very good. That's a winner. Very impressive. Yeah. That's now, a winner. Now, Mike, are you, um, let's say fans want to follow your quest to have more trophies than anybody on earth. Is there a way they can follow you? Do you have Twitter, Instagram? Actually, I'm not websites. really chasing records as much anymore. I don't, I haven't really done it at all. I, all right. I, I switched Why are we to talking species. To you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've, been, I've been trying to catch as many species as possible now. Oh, oh. There's some good competition out there for that. Yeah, there what is. is. What is your lifeless number at? Um, I added two today, so I'm at um, three three twenty nine, I think. Oh, wow. Wow. Hook, hook in line. Yeah. So you're competing with people like Ben Kenstrand. Yeah, Ben just passed me. Ah. Oh. Oh. But he's not married, and he, you know. I Boy, that is the key. It, it is <laughs> critical. It I think in it's pretty formidable that you're right up there with him, and you're married. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's easy when you're a single dude, right? But not well easy, but right. Yeah, I'm assuming Ben's single. I don't. I don't actually know. <laughs> well, I wanted to go fishing this. I went fishing this morning. I wanted to go this afternoon, but instead we had to go to that Strawberry Hills or whatever. My wife made me do that instead of. I could have been fishing, you know. Damn, it's, there's water near there. You could have cast. Yeah. Three twenty nine. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. What was your most recent striped bass? Uh, I had striped striped bass before. Easy I got. Ones. Yeah, I got um, Atlantic mackerel and. Uh, a uh, real small pollock. We went out with sabiki rigs to get bait for the stripers. Did you love that? Yeah. Sabikis yeah. are really fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. Have you caught um, Elwives? Yep. Yeah, you have. Like, They're in Lake Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Uh, blueback herring? Yeah. Mm. Got those in South Carolina. Redfin pickle? Yep. That's a grass pepper. Yeah. No, they're, 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 yeah, they're, they're the same, but they're also ones of subspecies. Yeah. You're a subspecies. You're a subspecies. <laughs> Shut up. Banded sunfish? Yep. Really? That was a hard one for us. I know. What about um, cunners? Nope. No, because you can get those right on the rocks here. Yeah, it was real windy today. Yeah. The guy I went out with said that we could have caught those if it wasn't windy, yeah. but they, it was too windy to go out there. Did you buy just a one-day license or a three-day license? I didn't buy a license yet. We were using the guide's um, license on his boat. You don't oh, need yeah. one. Is that a thing? I don't know. Um, the salt. <laughs> I'm not sure. Um, Saltwater license, you do need a license. I don't know if you can do a yeah. day for those. Well, if you, go on, if you go with a guide, which is what I did today, because right. I don't have a boat, right. um, you, you get to use his. He buys one for the... Right. That's what he told so, you. Well, that's what he said, yeah. <laughs> he said, it'll cost you 20 bucks and I'll take care of it. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I read that, too, that there's you don't need one if you're on a... On a charter, right? On a charter, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't know. I believe I you. In Indiana, you do, but here you don't. Well, you know you do in freshwater. Because okay. I'm about to get my, my guide license. So you do a freshwater. Future fishing guide right there. Yeah. 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 Um, no, what was I going to say? Uh, there was a fish I thought... Never mind. Uh, oh, uh, mummy chug. Mummy chug? Nope. Easy oh. one. You can totally get that. Totally get that. Any of these, uh, what about um, six spine stickleback? Six spine? Six spine. No. Are there, are there six, no, no. six spines? <laughs> There's three, seven. Three, three four, nine, and um, Burks have five. Uh, Burks stickleback. I think we have metric ones out here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think there's decimals. That's um, amazing. 329. That 329 is really cool. Very impressive. Yeah. How do you keep track of them? Um, I put them on speciesunters.com. Oh, really? So 
Yeah, otherwise, I'd forget how many minnows I caught. What's your code name on speciesHunter.com? I think it's Mike. That's boring. <laughs> I, can't, I can't figure out why you're here. Why are we talking? I love it. He, he's so impressive with his skill, and he's so laid back. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. And Mike. I'm the best fisherman you've ever seen. <laughs> so shut your face hole, Clay. 329. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. You guys caught 48 kinds of fish? Big freaking deal. <laughs> we caught them all. <laughs> Check back in with me with your in triple digits, all right? Yeah, really. <laughs> I'd really like to get a, um, what's that one white fish now? Round. Round white fish, yes. Connecticut River. That's what I need. They've yeah. got a round white fish. Yeah, they're up there. And uh, Colebrook. There's one bridge in Colebrook. If you can get under that. Hmm. Yeah. From here, it's about a four-hour drive. Yep. <laughs> it is. About a four-hour drive. Uh, I probably won't do it this time. Yeah, then. What, what's yeah. 3.30 worth to you, though? Yeah. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> you hate everything. Uh, well, Mike, thanks a lot. Um, yeah, we'll stay in touch on email or something. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, good. Thanks, thanks a lot. Thank you. Oh, P. Hey, there yeah, we go. Awesome. Evan we, we, West we didn't in the house. That, yeah. I know. He's, he's quick. He, he's keeping up. Yeah, fish guy, quick Josh. <laughs> you do have to work with Ranger James. So. Yeah. Oh, you got to be. Uh, gotta the, be. Ama- the Amazing James is. Does he make you the... call him the Amazing James at work? <laughs> like, no, you go, he... James, James. You go, <clears throat> excuse me. I mean, the Amazing. I didn't go Actually, to the Amazing James College for 17 years. <laughs> it, it's a funny story in that. Um, our personas for the mobile fish exhibit are Fish Guy Josh and Ranger James. And you guys latched on early to Amazing James when you Googled him and, and found out his side job. Yes. And He's so a balloon maker. the first couple shows <laughs> where we were mentioned, um, he was actually a little distraught that he was now Amazing James instead of Ranger James or Fish Friend James and that I was fish guy josh of the fish <laughs> so uh, it's it's funny I, I told him i said well it's too late now you can't change your nickname you have to just go with it you don't yeah. really get to pick james. your own nickname exactly yeah. anyway. someone else picked it there's nothing you can do about i like it. it you're amazing james yeah i think it's cool but yeah. at work he is we are the duo of ranger james and fish guy josh uh-huh you haven't earned the rank of ranger yet uh I, I'm the specialist. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So what's your favorite show on the OPC, speaking of specials? Well, who, who's, who could Fish Guy Josh like more than Fishner? Uh, well, I was going to say Hunt Fish Travel, you know? Yeah, maybe that, or yeah. Bow Dudes. Bow Dudes. I'm, I am from Mississippi, so I do enjoy a good, a good hunting yeah, show every now and then. a little bit of... Uh, Big Buck Registry, Big Buck yeah. Podcast. Yeah. yeah. Turkey. Do you have, they got turkeys down there. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know, we didn't have turkeys here until like 1975. All right. They were all gone. Shot them all. Yep. And then we picked a bunch up in Pennsylvania, put them in helicopters and threw them around the state, and then they're all back now. So, yeah. yeah. You can have some of ours. We have way too many in our house. <laughs> Just go eat them. <laughs> <laughs> they but chase posts. But anyway, you can learn all about turkey hunting, fishing, and camping on the Outdoor Podcast channel, anywhere that podcasts are. OPC. OPC. 
So Josh Jarvis and Mike Lucas. Mike Lucas are here, both from North American Native Fishing Association. And hosting the conference. And conference hosts here. Uh, are going to talk about the strangest thing they've ever caught. I remember Justin saying, oh, a big fish just went under that bank. Get your nets. Yes, and there was a pool with an undercut bank. And being the experienced fisherman I am, I realized that's a good spot to find some neat species. So I told Josh, Josh, why don't you take your end of the net and block off the downstream entrance so they can't escape through there. Wait, stop for a second. Paint this net picture for me. How big is this net? It's a six-foot seine. Thank you. Not a, Sounds big, but... Not that big with a big beaver in it. But at any rate. <laughs> I we, said that before. So we, Josh was diligent, and he had, had the net well anchored at the bottom of the pool. I said, oh, get ready, because I'm going to take my end of the seine, work across the top of the pool, and stick it right in this hole under the bank, and we'll see what comes out of there. I thought I was meaning fish. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I stuck it under there, and... This large two, two and a half foot furry brown thing came running out mm-hmm. in, into the net, and I immediately recognized it as a beaver. And we both and so I yelled, that. I yelled, back up, beaver. <laughs> and so Josh started backing up, and it was a small stream. And within a couple steps, with, with the beaver still in the net, and I'm, I'm valiantly trying to bounce the beaver out of the net, but all I was doing is rolling closer to poor Josh, who was on his first collecting ex- expedition. Right, and, and Josh is afraid of beavers. <laughs> well, I, I was I'll, afraid at this point. All I could think of was the story that what somebody in my town who lives on the edge of Mud Pond had about their dog swimming in the pond and a beaver biting his jugular, and it had to be rushed to the vet. So I was scared. I, I don't remember. I had that the, picture in my mind, actually. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember you flipping the net. All I remember is we dropping the net backing off and I backed off and I hit a tree and I looked there's a branch on this side of me a branch on this side of me I felt cornered oh. yes he actually never dropped the net that's what I really admire about him I never in the panic it. he held on to that net the whole time and as he backed up he was impaled by little sticks mm-hmm. and he froze mm-hmm. because I really think he won't admit it but I really believe he thinks there were more beaver behind him <laughs> you know not the only thing scarier than one beaver is more beaver yes and so <laughs> <laughs> At this point, the beaver was very close to him, and all I could see was gnashing teeth towards Josh. And so I continued to try to bounce him out, and I Angry finally beaver. was able to bounce him out back into the pool, and he swam back under the bank. At this point, the other gentleman who was holding the fish bucket for us had set down the fish bucket and dove over the log that we had noticed crossing the, the stream into a pool. And he came back, and he goes, Oh, wait, wait. He gets out his camera. He goes, do it again. I didn't catch that. <laughs> uh, we won't say what Josh and I... So, Josh, no one's going to believe you were that close to a beaver. <laughs> yeah. For me, it's all a blur after it was in the net. I bet. I don't, I don't remember holding on to the net. I thought we both dropped the net. But I remember backing up, feeling tree, a tree against my back. I didn't realize it was only a few... I didn't realize it was only a few branches. I thought it was, like, right, right. up in a tree and a branch on either side. I felt backed into a little corner. Oh. I was like, oh, no. Beavers are scary. Did you... Did they, so I wish I'd had a GoPro at this point. Oh yeah, you never you never have a camera no. at that right at the right time. That's an amazing story. That's that's a I've caught some strange things, but that I think was a, the best story I can remember. Gosh. Yeah, you uh, you had a couple other stories, didn't you? Catch a snake mm. once. Too? Oh yeah, yeah. 
So who says being a fisher never gets you close to beavers? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that story. It's what we needed for this. We were like, what's missing in this show? Beavers. So that's fantastic. So I, that's great. Thank you, guys. Thank you. So that is it. That's it. You've listened to a few fish nerds when you could have been fishing. We'd like to thank our families for supporting us while we podcast, go on fishing quests, and do all sorts of silly things that middle-aged guys do. Josh is young. <laughs> if you'd like to support Fish Nerds, you can go to patreon.com and search for Fish Nerds or help us crowd, crowdfund this podcast. Special thanks to Namfa and Josh Jarvis and Fish Guy Josh from FN West. Thank you. And until next time, follow the code of the Fish Nerds, spawn early and often. Avoid free lunches with strings attached. And swim against the current every chance you get. It.